0: Rebecca Roshan, founder of Pivot and Pilot Creative, is an expert in product development, branding, positioning, and marketing. She works with clients to determine their key value propositions, define their unique X factor, and develop a lifestyle around their brand to inform their marketing strategy. She absolutely
1: loves working with the often dreaded creative types and millennials, If you want to make her smile, take her to an art gallery, theater, or put her in front of a crowd. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of
0: quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals,
1: manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss
0: babe. We're Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We're business strategists, career and life mentors, and wellness advocates. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on IG at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. All right, welcome to another episode. Welcome to Glow Radio. Today, we have our amazing guest, Rebecca from Pivot and Pilot. (laughs) We're super excited to interview her today. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, of course. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started Pivot and Pilot? yeah
2: so my background was actually in animation um but i i have been friends with my business partner alejandro since emily carr at the university um and he was in the design program and we ended up collaborating actually on a couple projects like on the side of our uh gigs that we were in like i was working in animation and then he was actually working in uh design at the time um so we worked on a couple projects on the side and i just got really inspired and I felt like we had a really good synergy and that we had a lot of the same goals in terms of like our impact that we wanted to make on like the Vancouver community um and so we actually then created pivot and pilot from there Mm -hmm. um and we started to think like okay like let's we started in my house actually and then we built it up gradually over time and hired our staff and that's kind of how it
1: came to be yeah awesome so how long have you guys been open now? Um, it's been four and a half years, a little bit over four and a half yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. So we're
2: getting into that year five, and I hear great things about year <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a hard grind until we get there, right? Yeah, so many yeah. different changes and adoptions, yeah. But yeah, it's been a fun journey so far in the four and a half years. Yeah, yeah
1: cool. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what sets uh, your agency apart from other creative agencies?
2: Uh, So we're actually really product focused, Mm -hmm. so we like to build, um, and that's something that we've recently veered into, but like we're focusing on building packaging designs, helping products through their retail strategy, their Mm -hmm. social and e-commerce strategy, their digital marketing, Um, so helping them create like video promotions Mm -hmm. and campaigns and photo ads and things like that. Um, So that's one thing that sets us apart, but I think we're very, very much like creative focused, Um, and so... Uh, with strategy behind that obviously but I think that um, we like to have a pulse on like how the business is doing as a whole in order to create like an exciting campaign that will help them reach those business Mm -hmm. goals so I feel like we're very integrated into their strategy overall um, yeah and and can make like creative exciting decisions from there
0: but Mm -hmm. I do see a lot of creativity on the website you do offer like a lot of different I guess services and packages yeah did you start off with all those ideas or was it like when you kind of eventually hired more staff people could offer more of like different types of packaging or
2: yeah yeah so like for me personally I seriously couldn't do anything that we provide like (laughs) myself like I'm I'm like, I'm kind of like, what do, how am I useful to this kind of, no, I have my role, but I just yeah. think like, for sure, it's a hundred percent like with hiring people that are really specialized in what they do. Like, that's really been a key part of like my business strategy as well. Like, I think my role is always like, how can I help serve my team? How can I make my team better? And what can, what kind of projects can I, can I go after and get put in front of them that help like serve their goals as well. And like kind of what, what lights them up. Um, so that's kind of how we veered into that product marketing, um, strategy and, uh, and how we, um, and how I feel like we've built our services out as well It's like yeah. what really lights us up and then whenever we find that something we're we're not excelling at So for examples like for things like web development um, We're great with website design, but with web development We actually work with another team or for videography like we're great with coming up with like the creative campaign the idea mm-hmm. behind it but when it comes to production like we if we want like because now videos have to be and campaigns have to be competing with like lululemon or what you'd expect on television as a kid yeah, right okay. like nobody's going to be paying attention to something that looks mediocre yeah so we have to put specialists in place right so mm-hmm. we ha- we hire you know a full video team right mm-hmm. and we coordinate with them but like that's kind of how um we've built out our services so mm-hmm. it's not like me doing it all at all it's like specialized members of our teams focusing Mm -hmm. on things and coordinating with even more different um uh, studios as well that are specialized so yeah that kind of gives you an idea of how how can such like a small boutique agency like juice offer so many Mm -hmm. services it's really a team effort and we're really there to consult and drive the creative Uh, Mm -hmm. side of the business Mm, and yeah helping them with their strategy that way that
1: makes sense yeah how many employees do you have in-house in-house full-time is six
2: Mm -hmm. um so again like very boutique um but then yeah and then we have like our set of subcontractors and then from there you know other teams as well so yeah okay
1: yeah that's how it works yeah yeah so how did you come up with the name (laughs) pivot and pilot People always ask us, like, "Who's pivot? Who's
2: Pivot? <laughs> yeah, we always get that question. Yeah. Um, but really, we came up with it because it just means that um, we're pivoting your ideas, or like giving you a new angle, and mm-hmm. then guiding you through it. So it's mm-hmm. like pilot or launching it too. Like either definition works, but it's kind of like pivot and pilot. So like, yeah. let's do something different and launch it and make it happen, right? So yeah. I
0: like that. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a thinker. But yeah. Once you get it, you're like, "Okay, oh, wow, and then
2: also, uh, you can't get a domain anymore. That's one word. so oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So like pivot and violent.com There's so yeah. many websites. There's just so many oh, domains yeah, now true. it's so hard unless we wanted to pay like you know 50 grand or something. Yeah, we can yeah. never be like pivot creative you know yeah. like there's so many out yeah, there. Definitely. Yeah definitely. So yeah if you wanted .com anyway Yeah yeah, yeah that's so if true. If we wanted to be like .design or those are coming up now it's yeah, fun but yeah.
0: I don't know I think I'm a stickler I'm a diehard for the .com. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: No. I feel like yours is not a website unless it's a .com.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so people are gonna when we go yeah it's like a huge part of the Naming process when we like when we get a fresh brand and mm. we help them um, name their their product or whatever it's really really uh, you have to get really creative now so I think yeah. like .com will be slowly fading out just because like I don't know how many brands can be just like you know a sentence long yeah. Know, or whatever, yeah but it's um it's it's happened though some brands do get like it, 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 you we do find .coms all the yeah. time for yeah. Our yeah businesses but it's like a huge part of the decision making process and yeah. I feel like in, like, ten years, it's just, like, not gonna
1: be yeah, you know? possible,
2: or they're, or we're gonna have to pay, like, a huge fine or something for, yeah. like, if you don't use the domain or something like That's that, true. but domains are a whole business, they're, like, yeah. gambling, like, people, like, invest in them, like, people, like, buy, Yeah, like and, then they, and then they sell it sell for, like, like $10,000, yeah, yeah. a whole business, <laughs> yeah, Crazy. surprising, yeah, what
0: do you think is the dot whatever coming up like dot net dot org dot no
2: like i think there's like specific ones so it'll be like dot design mm-hmm. or like dot agency or yeah things oh, like that okay. yeah or dot law yeah like that's it, true i've yeah, never yeah, yeah, seen yeah. those so those are coming out those are yeah. kind of like the new thing and uh, i think right now people are trying it with like dot com and then they have like dot shop or something mm, like that so yeah. they, they still have their .com but yeah. they're like extending it from mm. there but i think soon we'll start to see like that be just the normal okay we've got to grab
0: .podcast .radio .dot .girls i like, got i don't <laughs> know <anything. laughs> i don't know what, I don't
2: know what
1: exists, Yeah, but.
0: yeah yeah we'll have to get one yeah so i do see that you have um run of quite a few pop-ups Oh yeah, and so I just wanted to know what would be the process for someone start who wants to do like a pop up or like a panelist event. Oh yeah,
2: oh like an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did we did do a pop up for clients. Oh. Okay. Um, but then for us, we do host um, quarterly pivot and pilot conversations, mm-hmm. and we do that because we have like I have so many <laughs> I have so many cool friends <laughs> I have so many cool friends, and I feel like like we only. On our social and stuff like that, we're only able to show off our clients' work mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So I think that um, it's an opportunity for us to like showcase the cool people in the community and also learn a lot. So like we'll do things focused on like one of them was um, launching your business with Kickstarter, and we don't really know much about Kickstarter. So it was an opportunity for us to learn a lot too and connect with like like these people have raised like a million dollars to make mm-hmm. their launch yeah. their businesses yeah, on on crazy. Kickstarter. So it was a stellar panel and a really great time. Um, and then the other one was about uh, brick and mortar versus e-commerce. Yeah. And so it's just, that's kind of why we facilitate that. And we think it's like, it's always great to get, you know, um, get more people in the community involved. It's sort of like, some, at a certain point when you're in a business, you're kind of doing, you're like, oh, okay, like we, we're we in survival, like chug, chug along, like mm-hmm. got to keep getting the business going. But then I feel like we're at a point now where we can start to like have fun and like we're very passionate about what we do. So it's really fun to, Like, have an event like that just because, you know, just because we we can and like start to have a voice in the design community. So that's something that we're doing there. But then when it comes to pop ups, so pop ups are a little different and we did a pop-up for a client called uh, Soul Sugar, which was a cotton candy company a couple years ago. Um, and we did that to test their new packaging. So um, sometimes we do that internally, so mm-hmm. it's more of like a focus group is what it's yeah. called. And we'll do like test two different packaging um, options for... Because packaging is a huge part of product yeah. marketing. Um, and it adds to a lot of the value inside the product. Um, but the... Uh, we'll show it to like people in their target demographic mm-hmm. and invite them in. Um Soul Sugar was like a fun launch party in a way. It was like a brand yeah. launch party and a little bit of like, oh like what do you think about this packaging? Like give mm-hmm. us some feedback. So it was a bit of a hybrid of that. Yeah. But I think um when it comes to it's it's an angle of a retail strategy. So when mm-hmm. it comes to retail and product marketing in um In retail versus e-commerce there's a few different options like you can go boutique and sell through other boutique Mm -hmm. stores you can have your own location yeah or you can have pop-ups now so it's something that we've been seeing Like, I've been really fascinated by the huge explosion of success that, like, Kylie Jenner had, for Mm. example, with Kylie Cosmetics or even Glossier, Mm -hmm. um, lots of other brands who are online, and then they do these big, exciting pop-ups, right? Mm. And they do them for a short period of time, and then that way um, they just, like, sell out, but it's also giving people, like, an experience, uh, Mm -hmm. which is called, like, experiential marketing, which is really, really on the rise. People are wanting to, like, connect within their communities and things like that, so... (sighs) Um, that's what that was about. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. That sounds so cool. Yeah. There's yeah. like so many different, like, retail's shifted, or product marketing's shifted so much with yeah. online. And then I feel like it's gone so far online mm-hmm. that now it's like, how do we kind of like bring that retail experience back a little yeah. bit or like yeah. have like a uh, community event or like how do we yeah, build excitement yeah. around it so it's really interesting yeah it's a fascinating space to work in because it's so fast like yeah, there's totally. so many different things happening and yeah. people are so inventive right it's mm-hmm. fun because it's very
0: inventive yeah yeah. because yeah. mm-hmm. I like that you don't really know what to expect at a pop-up it could just it could because it's not mm-hmm. always just a display of things here you go buy your yeah, things. Yeah. Like, it could be like a guest meeting or like there might be a yeah. special person that shows yeah. up that day or something so yeah.
2: totally I saw I went to LA recently and I saw um, this like huge lineup for this store can't remember which celebrity it was that owned
1: it it may have been Was it chance the rapper maybe I feel like he might have had yeah something for what but it for was clothes. like it was like oh. a clothing store and it was like
2: one item in each corner and there's a huge lineup yeah, and like yeah. I didn't end up going in but people were actually like they had their bags and like they would take pictures outside the store like posing oh, with yeah. it and oh, loving like that, that and sharing it on Instagram so that that is also part of it right it's like almost like this rise of the influencer and like or like yeah. that idea of like basically now branding has shifted from a place where it's like um or like people aren't buying your product because it's high quality yeah. it's they're buying your product because they feel like they're of a higher quality mm. by buying it so it's like you can really see that now yeah. in pop ups. Like when you're when I walked by that, I was like, Oh, you know, that's hilarious because like some guy even like they had one bag and they uh-huh. each took turns with it. Oh my god. And like they god. probably bought like socks.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And it's it just like, like but expensive. like that's effortless
2: promotion. Yeah. It's like, that's, you know, the, that's what the brand wants. They mm-hmm. want that like hype, they want that experiential marketing yeah, so totally. that then people can be proud of what they're buying, yeah. share it on social. Yeah. And that's like a whole campaign, right? So it's that's kind of, those are some of the trends that we're seeing, but it's just so different now. Like yeah. compared to what, used to be like flyers aren't relevant but like you could you could totally make a flyer cool like i don't know there's just like there's no rules anymore
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. so so true yeah so how did you make most of your connections in the industry Mm. like did you do a lot of networking Mm -hmm. yeah so uh
2: i actually started i love networking and i'm a huge fan Mm. of it and i think that networking is such like a weird word Yeah, yeah it's just talking to people and being friendly to them and I think what what really changed for me was in the first year I was sort of selling to everyone in front of me I was Mm -hmm. like hey do you need a
0: brand? (laughs) (laughs)
1: hey do you need a a logo
2: and and it worked a little but we could only get so far and it was kind of like I don't know it's just it's like dating or something like you can't really like it's hard to like go up to people and be like Like me. (laughs) Like, pick me, you know? (laughs) So it wasn't, uh, then I started to, um, like, connect with more people and just, like, being myself and having normal conversations and, like, not even really, like, people will ask you what you do, but then I was just like, let's just have normal conversations. And I found that, like, kind of a light bulb went off when I started to get referrals a lot of the time from, Mm -hmm. like, my friends that are in kind of aligned industries that could but their clients really needed us you know Mm -hmm. to help and she needed us or they needed us to be able to serve their client better and so that was much more useful um and so now I just kind of like try to connect with people let them know what I do and then uh over time I've created like a network of people that not only like I connect with others but like that are connecting me with all sorts of, like, potential clients that are already, you know, if they're already working with them, then they're probably a good fit for us. So yeah. it's, like, a way mm-hmm. better lead. It's a yeah. warmer lead. And they're saying, hey, use these guys. Because, like, for example, like a PR company, mm-hmm. they're going to be doing all of this PR work, trying to yeah. get their client into the papers. And then they're, like, hey, like, I'm dr- I'm doing all this work, and they're going to a shitty website. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, not – and I, and we're doing all – or, like, a social media marketing agency yeah. where they're, like, all they're doing is, like – is is trying to convey a story and they're just like Mm -hmm. we can't like we don't have a structure in place or a story in place for this brand and like we don't have a visual hierarchy or like look that's uh working out so we're like we're just trying our best right and um but we'd love to like bring you guys in to clarify their brand Mm -hmm. and their vision and their x factor and like help us all align so um again it's like just like I was saying before like s- there's a lot going on of like specialized smaller boutique businesses leveraging like each other yeah and so that network is basically like we all feed each other right so mm-hmm. like the video agency will use will be like bring a client to them they'll bring a client to us because they're like oh we're not branding experts like yeah. obviously we are doing videos all the time so it's just like that's I think really what's yeah pushed us to where we are now I think I could do a lot more with like out Bound sales but like another thing is talks like whenever I do a talk or something like mm-hmm. this like yeah. you get you get more um, visibility and mm-hmm. so that's something else that I'd recommend I guess when it comes to networking
0: yeah yes, yeah definitely yeah. so I also wanted to know obviously when you do marketing what mm-hmm. did you find what kind of I guess marketing platform or strategy did you find was most successful for your business um for,
2: for us it's in person like networking mm-hmm. talks um, podcasts, things like that. Um, I think that's the most successful for us. I think being active on social is key. We need to take a note from ourselves for that one. But like being active on social media is really nice. Like I do post stories every so often. I think it's just like nice to connect with people. LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is good because it's really kind of feels like an extension of in-person marketing. Yeah. But really like, a lot of business also comes from my personal Instagram too, hmm. and it's like just from again those people that are I feel aligned with. And then yeah, they, um, just like ask me. Sometimes it's random too. Like I'll just be like at karaoke or something, and they'll be like, "Ha ha ha! How are you?" Like, "Oh, we should get coffee," and then we have a coffee discussion. And yeah, turns into and... something. So I don't know. It's not really like I. I think we like to look at marketing not in a way of like what's the best platform or the best trend or whatever mm-hmm. but how are what's working for you and how can we like make that even more of like a sleek conversion so like yeah. if you're selling like uh but when it but but actually when it comes to like online marketing and stuff i could say something like videos for sure are much more influential in ads than just images okay. so like things like that actually yeah. now that you say that are are more um successful and we know that um other tactics we've used are like creating like a full-blown campaign or promotion Mm -hmm. and that that doesn't necessarily need to be a sale Mm -hmm. but like having um an angle or an idea behind like a product so like when it comes to our client for us that's kind of more of what i was talking about for us like the Mm -hmm. linkedin and stuff like that but when it comes to our clients it's like definitely putting together a full strategy campaign so if it's like mapping out your year and being like mother's day is huge for us it's always been huge for us let's make sure we ramp up something for mother's day right or Mm -hmm. like or like okay we only have so many resources this year let's do like three sales or like Mm. oh we can like go crazy this year like let's make sure that we're but let's make sure that because our brand is a high quality product like really top price point, yeah. let's make sure that we're not diluting the brand by putting sales on all the time. So what's mm. your sales strategy look like? So that's something that's really successful is to like pre-plan and get ready to do like full-blown campaigns rather than just being like on Mother's Day being like, oh shit, and then just like getting, you know, a picture of a mom or something and putting <laughs> yeah, it up. Like it's flowers. like Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like think about, so recently we worked with a company called Tense Watches mm-hmm. on um, building their Mother's Day campaign. And we actually went through quite a bit of like a branding exercise with them as well to get there but um we wanted to focus on because it's a watch it's a wooden watch and they're locally made they're sustainable it's all about um but it's but all those things are great but the at the end of the day it's like a watch is a old um old school kind of way of keeping time it's like an old school piece of technology and right now i feel like we're like even when i sit with my parents i'm like they're on their phones right we're like we're all on our phones and so we came up with it's called tense watches so we came up with this campaign called live in the present and then tense Mm -hmm. so it's like present tense and then Mm -hmm. um turning off technology and spending time with your family. Yeah. And having the watch be, like, a nice gift yeah. to give um, because you it still keeps you, like, focused and in the mm-hmm. moment. Um, it's not a disruptive piece of technology. Yeah. So we wanted to play with that idea, mm. and so we did a series of campaigns for mothers and Father's Day, actually, mm-hmm. to around that idea. Yeah. Um, and having, like, the kids and the parents in different scenarios where, like, the mother was distracted and then turned off, you know, her computer, her mm. piece of technology, and spent time with her kids yeah so like thinking the thing is there's no like oh like what's the best platform or the best trick but Mm -hmm. I think like the best strategy is to always like think of the core values in the brand think of a creative I think that's what we bring to the table is like thinking of a creative different way of uh, approaching something that stands out in Mm -hmm. the market like how can we make you stand out how can we think of like a different way to do like a mother's day campaign um how can we like like we're tapping into an aspiration there. How can you tap into an aspiration? Mm-hmm. Like the aspiration to have a family that's like all focused on each other over like the mm-hmm. dinner table or um, that yeah. kind of thing. So we're trying to, yeah, portray the brand in the best mm-hmm. way throughout the year and like planning ahead for different, um, different like uh, promotions mm-hmm. throughout the year. And just like having a full, pulse on the business as a whole like approaching it that way I think is a more authentic and successful way to um approach it than being like like we don't come up to a a a brand and go like hey like Facebook ads are in oh yeah they're hip and trendy yeah synergy yeah Yeah, like you know like like you like like (laughs) we gotta do this like yeah yeah we're you know what we're doing blah 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 buzzword buzzword like that's really not what we're like we're really about like what how can we make your brand stand out in mm-hmm. the market and like how And the rest
0: will follow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a long answer.
0: Yeah, that, was <laughs> a, that was very, <laughs> in depth. That was very, yeah, very in-depth. Yeah. I feel like our audience would be very grateful. Yeah, if they, yeah. They're they probably can kind of a get a their gears that. rolling a little bit. If yeah. they
2: don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you're enjoying this episode so far, please comment, glow up on YouTube, and leave us a review on iTunes.
1: Give us five stars or we will find you. We will <laughs> No, it'll be good. <laughs> so leave a comment
0: below if you fell
2: asleep. <laughs> it'll be like a mash. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So I saw that your company is in like three cities. Yeah. Vancouver, Toronto, San Diego. Yeah. How how did that happen or how do you expand to those areas? So we're kind of like remote offices okay. in each
2: of those areas and like subcontractors in each mm-hmm. of those areas. Like we're fully equipped in each of those areas, but yeah. our main main team is in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um but like I go to Toronto every quarter and yeah. just talk about our clients there and make sure that I'm like um serving them the best way we can and have, like, facilitate our Mm subcontractors there as well. And then in San Diego, I think I go to, like, LA area maybe, like, twice a year. Mm -hmm. And we have less clients there, but I think, like, that's an area that I really, really, really enjoy. Because people in LA are so different. Like, they're Mm -hmm. so, like go 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 yeah like it's so much faster so Toronto compared to Vancouver for sure like in yeah. Vancouver yeah. people take their time it's actually a wonderful place to live <laughs> but in terms of business it can be kind of slow yeah, yeah, yeah and, totally
0: we're too <laughs> or too, too, too chill or too chill yeah yeah yeah
2: and then in Toronto it's much more like communicative fast like you know do it or not or like yeah. this works or yeah. doesn't and why and up front and so that's really nice but then in LA it's like even more it's like uh-huh. people are even more I feel like I feel like it's, like, the American dream or something mm. that, like, makes people just go, like, yes, like, let's do this. Yeah. And so yeah. it's kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, just different types of people. Like, I love Vancouver people, too. It's <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. It's just different, right? But, um, yeah, so that's kind of where that's at. I do think I have goals to actually have offices mm-hmm. there.
1: Um, but I think they would be small teams. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite parts of being an entrepreneur? Um, I think I like. So what I really like
2: and why I do this, I think, is because I like being able to work with the people that I actually like, Mm. and I like showing up to an office where everybody is happy and and where. like I like everyone there you know like I can kind of have control over like you're not fitting like our values right now like this isn't really the right fit for you or like bringing in someone who's like like I recently actually hired um our new project manager and she's been killing it and she I recently hired her and she actually I really looked up to her in school like in Emily Carr she's a really really talented painter wow and um so I was like I don't know, like, those are moments that I find really rewarding is being, like, she was, like, really excited to work with me, right? And Mm -hmm. I was, like, oh, my God, like, I looked up to you so much, like, in school and stuff. So, like, I don't know, I like being around people that inspire me and I Mm -hmm. like hiring people that are better than me at what they do and, like, being able to kind of – and I just – yeah, like, my whole job, I feel like I'm – I did the test recently of, like – or not a test. I looked online at, like, different types of CEOs or whatever Mm and I definitely, definitely am 100%, like, the – people person like I'm very like I that's that's and it's kind of why I did it in the Mm -hmm. first place and then another thing that I like to um that I like about it is the ability to work with like those uh, like work with the clients Mm -hmm. that are um pick the clients that I like to work Mm -hmm. with and I also I'd say it's really exciting to Think of things like think of a business from like a higher level strategy and be like, how you know, which direction are we going in now, or like reflecting on like the journey. And I don't, that's really exciting and rewarding to me too. Like being able to work, like b- build it to serve whatever kind of lifestyle you want, like you really can. And it's yeah, really, yeah. I mean, it, it's very hard and you can't get there right away, but it, but it's with patience and like resilience and a lot of effort, like you can really start to step back and like see what you've created and mm -hmm. that's a really rewarding feeling for me so those are I guess my favorite parts um yeah I don't know it's a it's a hard question it's almost like I don't like think about what my life would be otherwise so sometimes it's (laughs) like yeah but yeah
0: so what were some of the things that you had to overcome as an entrepreneur um
2: I think that At the beginning, it's really hard to separate your um, personal life from your work life and kind of like turn off the the stress of work. Um, So uh, when we first started, I was in my own house, like we were both working in my own house, and it was way too hard to like separate the two. And I think once we made that move after the first year into a co-working space, that's when I really felt I was able to like use that walk to and from work to shut it off and you know go back um into my like go into personal life mode um and so that was a skill for sure because it can get it, it if you're not taking breaks like I found that if you don't take breaks or at least for me if I don't take breaks because I'm very like extroverted person I don't um I don't really have the best creative ideas so like that I can't, can't really, really like think of the take a step back and like think of the business as a whole like health it's so funny to think that like yeah. doing like A retreat on the weekend or something and like going away I get some of my best ideas there and then I go back and I feel like okay cool like I got some perspective so that was that was something that I definitely had to overcome and I think definitely um like financial awareness too like that's something that I think I didn't really know the full extent of like how Mm -hmm. I knew it would be a lot of like stuff but like being on hold with the C.R.E. for hours or like Mm. dealing with credit cards and like the you know the banks and then like dealing with like accounting and starting to like plan for taxes Mm -hmm. and just like every Christmas is when our year end is so like yeah. when our taxes are due, oh, so I'm always like no. writing a check at Christmas to the government just like
0: it's a very, very
2: <laughs> like so sad. Um, but yeah but um just like take it. But it's uh that's something too, like getting on top of accounting, like that was a real struggle for me at the beginning. Like I I wasn't used to it but I also didn't like hire an account like the right accountant at the beginning and so like I've been through so many accountants just trying to like figure it out and finally with like a good team now but it's um that's something that I definitely had to learn and then I think following your gut so we often hired you know the wrong clients Mm. I guess hired the wrong clients is a weird way to put it but I think that's a good way to think about it Mm -hmm. I think it's like like that's not typically how people say it but I heard that somewhere and now I say it all the time like it's good to think about hiring your client like you're giving them so much and don't forget that you know and you are providing so much value and like obviously because we're so passionate like we're going to give like 200 percent to each client mm-hmm. so if they're like not deserving of that I think we kind of just in the beginning you're so hungry
1: yeah, and you're yeah. like we
2: have to get money on the table and food on the table so like you start to like not listen to your gut but then in the end, like, if you just didn't work with that draining, draining client, that in the end of the day, like, just haggles you the whole time, and, like, doesn't treat you properly, and isn't grateful, and makes you stressed out, and makes you sad, you could be using that time to be doing, like, working on promotions for yourself, you could be, like, talking, you could start a podcast, like, you know, like, there's so many things that you could do with that time that are better, and so that's the way that I think I had that learning curve, like, I think I made that mistake, like, five or six times or something and I'm like, six mistakes is my cap. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, never again. But it's really, really annoying when you when you get that gut feeling and then you see it yeah. go wrong and it's so much more painful later. So like that's something like hiring the clients that you you know are just like respecting you like Mm -hmm. it's it's about the product too like if they have a bad product or something like that's easier to tell you know and be like oh yeah like that's not exciting for us to work on like that's not gonna work but like if it's a client that's like I'll pay you a lot of money I'm just like the worst. Yeah, like I'm really mean or something. Yeah. Like then you're like, oh, that's a bit tempting. Like I guess like it is a business. It's a job at the end of the day. Like I have a, it's a job. I heard that those are supposed to be like negative. Like people complain about jobs yeah. all the time. So yeah. Maybe no. I should suck it up and mm. work for this guy for Ooh. cash. But then it's like, no, don't do that. Not like, worth Yeah, your no. soul. yeah. yeah no, not it's not like at all. your
0: dream job title, but for a company that has like shit reviews. Yeah. You know what yeah. I yeah. mean. And then yeah, you're just yeah. like, do I want the dream title or do I want to? work so much <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah like you have to think about your personal health well-being, and well being yeah. at the end of the day and like I think the whole point of like the whole point of being an entrepreneur yeah. should be to create the life you want
1: exactly it yeah. shouldn't be
2: to make the most money yeah. or whatever it's like really about like how can I create like a, a place that I enjoy going to work with how can yeah. I create a lifestyle that I enjoy where like you
1: know, I can thrive and be happy. Totally. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So how did you get your first client ever in the beginning?
2: Yeah. So uh, one of our first clients was my uh, dad's engineering firm. Uh And then another one was um, our mutual friend from Emily Carr uh, Real Estate Mm -hmm. Company. And then I think, like, from there it was, like, other friends and things Mm -hmm. like that. So really we just, like, we worked for like, now, very, very, like, thinking of it very, very cheap, but we worked for just, like, us two, and just barely what mm. we needed to get, and so I felt like in the first few years, we were essentially like, funding our portfolio. Yeah. Um, or the first, I guess, like, eight months or so, we mm. were, like, funding our portfolio and building that up, and then once we had something to show, it was much easier to, like, branding's so hard to talk about and yeah. to show the value of, because people think it's just a logo and a color scheme, but it's mm-hmm. so much more than that. It's really yeah. about, like, you know, your whole business strategy, like what's going to inform like all of the all of the choices you make, like in terms yeah. of hiring internally and your external marketing and everything. Um, so I can't remember where I was going with that. What was that? Um, I don't know. How what was your question?
1: Oh, how yeah. you got your yeah, first new you Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So then when we we're so when we had that portfolio, yeah. in place, then we were able to go like, look, this is yeah. the result. Yeah, like, it's much more. Visible and you mm. can see it, but like, um, there's so much more that goes on yeah. behind the scenes and the visible. So, but it still helps to be like, here is what yeah. you know we were doing, and then we got more clients from mm. there. So, gotcha, then we were able to like just eventually slowly show that our way we were getting results, yeah, and then like build up from there and mm-hmm. got more clients from like referrals or things like yeah. that. And then also my efforts in like um, networking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome, yeah. And if there's anything, if you had the chance to do over, would you do anything differently? It's
2: hard hard to think that way, but I guess, like, definitely, like, accounting. I would, I would, yeah, you know, right. really nail that down at the beginning because it's just, like, hard to not have that in place. And yeah. then, um, hmm, I think I would just hope to make – decisions a little bit faster Mm. I feel like or like just follow like again follow your gut like Mm. if somebody on your team isn't working out like you can tell really quickly Mm. and you get that feeling and I wish that I could have like reacted on that sooner I think also thinking actually something that would be really helpful for people is like thinking of your business in terms of like working on your business and not in your business. So Mm -hmm. thinking about the structures and the systems you're putting in place and how you're going to like expand in the future and like what you're seeing that could make things more efficient or efficiencies that are um, lacking and areas that could be improved and like thinking of your business as like a thing or an entity rather than working in it and and doing the work. Like Mm. I think – like I, you have to do the work at the beginning. Yeah. I think always like thinking in that way, like mm-hmm. oh, where's where's my next move, or like um, when you know I hate doing this, so or I'm I'm not good at doing this, and someone else is, so like I bring someone in there, or, like things yeah. like that. Yeah. So that would really, that would that mindset I think could have been
1: brought to the table a lot earlier okay. in our business. But yeah, well, that's a good tip. That's yeah. very good advice. Yeah. So, moving on, sure. we're going to go on into the second part of the podcast okay. where we have a bit more fun. So, all the business questions <laughs> are over. We're going to do some more fun, random ones just to know your personality a bit. Okay. So, first one is if the prize for breaking a world record was a million dollars, what world record would you attempt?
2: Oh my gosh. So, like, am I supposed to pick something that's easy? Because <laughs> then
1: I would Easy be... for you, I guess, but yeah. hard for everyone else.
2: Uh, the world record for, oh my gosh. This is
1: a hard one. This is so hard.
2: The world record for... Running to catch a bus in really tall heels. Ooh, um, okay, uh, okay, okay. I don't know if that's a world record, and I don't think I could like, run the fastest, but I just feel like that's an impressive thing I do a lot.
1: Fair, that's fair. Respect.
0: You <laughs> look <laughs> the, the
1: bus like, wait, wait. And And was like, oh, she didn't break her ankle. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs>
0: Random question number two. What are three beauty products that you cannot live without?
1: Oh.
2: Um, like Kel's Midnight Facial Oil. Ooh. I fucking love that skincare product. A lot of people like that. Um, and The Ordinary is good too. And then uh, mascara because I'm blonde, so you can't see my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been, I've been liking, oh, deodorant.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you yeah, have a deodorant. favorite brand? always forget about deodorant. like,
2: is that kind of... It's such an essential. essential. It is. I think it it's is. an essential, like, yeah. if you want to be a professional adult in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's a brand that you like?
2: Um, Of deodorant? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a random question. Mm. I like Mitchum. <laughs> oh, I've never and tried Degree. that one. I've never tried okay, sure that like, like, one. Degree. I'm sure that there's, like, the thing is, actually, deodorant, there's a lot of really cool local brands that are, like... Like um free of parabens, and yeah. Stuff like that, that that. We yeah. should do that now that it, we bring. I never think about deodorant. Mm. I just brought it because I was like not thinking of anything, but like that. Yeah, yeah there's probably so many like much better deodorants. Totally. Like yeah, <laughs> I've been this
1: using one. this like lavender natural one, and I really oh, like yeah. it. Oh, where it's, do you like get it? From Winners or something? Oh, I think Winners. Yeah. I want
0: that. I love, yeah. I'm just, I love lavender. Like, I just Fancy up our deodorant. Yeah. I know you can make your own deodorant. I've heard mm-hmm. of that like, too. Something you make don't a pinch. It. Yeah. It just like melts in your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This conversation turned ugly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this... Ladies are
1: gross. <laughs> okay, third random question. What would be the funniest thing to fill a pinata with? Oh my god. The funniest thing. Or a few funny things. Yeah, whatever it comes with. to mind.
0: Um like, what would disappoint children, I guess? Ava- like, avocados. Oh, like... <laughs> like it would, cow- and and might
2: <laughs> No, no. Okay, just, like, full, so, <laughs> like, not peeled. Not and I think that it might even hurt a little. Oh, my goodness. When,
1: it, right? when it <laughs> face, like, it would
2: be really... Really funny and bad thing. But it wouldn't like it wouldn't like hurt them in a way that it would actually injure them. It would just be like, oh like oh like what
0: is that? I thought it was candy. Yeah, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I don't know. Well, right. I guess yeah, it could be like what would be the disappointing things? So you know. like you're so excited and you <laughs> put it and you're like, Oh, it's an avocado. Yeah. Yeah. It's an avocado. I guess you can make guacamole. That's yeah, good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like so... fruit. Those things. Ooh. People kids would be disappointed. That
0: would be like sad. apples. I love apples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, apples are good. <laughs> I eat one a day. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have our last section. Okay. It is a this or that round, lightning sure. round. Yeah. So don't feel pressured, but we do judge just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so question number From one human. <laughs> What's worse? Laundry or dishes?
2: Um laundry. If you have a dishwasher. <laughs> if you don't have a dishwasher, dishes. <laughs>
0: Very situational. (laughs) Twitter or Instagram?
2: Instagram.
0: Hamburger or Taco? Taco. Bert or Ernie?
2: I can't remember which one is which, but (laughs) I think the name Ernie Bert
0: is the one with the unibrow that's yellow. Okay. Ernie is the orange happy one. With a turtleneck, with a ball head. <laughs> I, I
2: like my men with an attitude, so probably the one with the unibrow thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much attitude. Heels or flats?
2: Um, heels. I think.
0: Cardio or yoga?
2: I do both, but I'd say I like yoga. Yeah.
0: Iced or hot coffee? Iced. Long or short hair?
2: Ugh, they're all great. <laughs> I don't know. Short. <laughs>
0: Board games or TV with a friend?
2: Um, Board games. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) I do play a lot of board games with my friends. I love
0: board games. Yeah, they're fun. And our last one is call or text? Uh, Call,
2: yeah. No, no, No room for missed communications. That's fair true. fair you Texting can never read the tone fun, but yeah,
0: text, you, uh, yeah unless you know the person sometimes the i get offended so when i read it and then i realize that they're just saying it like the most chill yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah or like if you're like just don't do it um, yeah yes, but like i get caught doing that all the time and then they're just like why like why are you upset or something and i'm just like no, <laughs> sure. like,
1: no, 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 no then, definitely not <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Alrighty, cool. that's all the questions yeah. we had today. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel like we learned a lot about like the like branding, marketing world. Yeah. I think it's very helpful to our listeners. Thanks so much yeah, for having thank me. you. Yeah, it's such a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
0: awesome. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. We're going to head out. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Give us our five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you.